Welcome to the All in a Homeschool Day podcast. If you're like most of my listeners, you too wear many hats and you have a lot of demands on your time. It's difficult to juggle it all as a homeschool mom, and it's easy to be overwhelmed by everything you need to do. This show is not about finding the right curriculum or doing all the right things. It is about helping you focus on the best for your homeschool and your family. Let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. We are talking today about household management tips for homeschool moms. This is a part of the Getting It All Done series. And if you missed the first two episodes, I really encourage you to go back and check those out. That would be episodes 35 and 36, talking about finding your purpose and taking care of yourself. That really sets us up for talking about the next two episodes of household management and then homeschooling tips. So as we dive right into the topic today, I want to remind you about the myths of multitasking. Moms are masters at multitasking, or so we think. The reality is, if you are doing two activities that both demand your mental focus, you're not doing either one very well. The research says that we lose between 20 and 40% of our productivity when we are trying to, do, trying to do two things at once or trying to flip between two tasks at once. And I know what you're thinking. You're sitting there and going, yeah, right, I'm a mom and my kids are with me all the time and they're always interrupting me. How in the world am I supposed to focus on one thing at a time? That sounds like something a guy in an office said who could shut his door. And I I know you're right. And I've had that same thought. It's hard when our lives are a ministry of interruptions. And I really appreciated that perspective when I heard it in a sermon a number of years ago. It was such a great reminder that part of my ministry is accepting that I will be interrupted a lot. But that doesn't mean that we can't make progress in this area. So first of all, I train my children to respect when I am having focused work time. When they were young, I would try to have them put their hand on me when they wanted my attention. This was especially important when I was talking to other people. That's what, how this habit got started that I didn't want them interrupting a conversation. So they would put their hand on me and I would know they wanted my attention and then I could get to a stopping point and address them. But this started morphing into when I was trying to work on something, whether it was me reading something or me working on school planning or working on something related to my business, instead of them just barging in and Hey, mom, did you know? Hey, mom, I need this. They, they don't always do this, but they know that they are supposed to come in and wait until I acknowledge them so I can get to this, a stopping point and not interrupt my thoughts. Like I said, they don't always do that. Sometimes I have to go back and retrain them, remind them, hey, you need to respect me and not interrupt me. On the same note, I've had to train myself to not just barge in and expect them to answer me immediately too. Another way that this comes into play for us as homeschool moms is to choose 
one task, set a timer, and just get it done. I know I have been known to flip from one thing to another. I've been working in the kitchen on a task and see something I need to put away, and I'll go put it away and then get sidetracked on something else and realize I never finished what I was actually trying to do. So when I can identify that one task that I want to do, I can have, I can put blinders on and be hyper focused. I can set a timer and just get it done. And when the timer goes off, stop. It's hard to let projects go unfinished. There are times that we do have to work until the project's done because you just cannot stop in the middle of it. But more often than not, it's okay for us to say, I'm going to work for the next 30 minutes, the next hour, however long you have. It could even be just 15 minutes. And when I'm done, when that time is done, I'm going to get up and walk away and do the next thing that I need to do. And as Jamie Erickson reminded us in an episode a few back, that she can make progress towards her goals and her projects. It just has to recognize it's a little at a time. I've also sometimes used a playlist for this purpose. So I'll have a couple of different playlists with different music that I enjoy. And then the very last song in each of those playlists is the same song. So my brain has become accustomed to when I hear that song, hey, I've got two minutes left to finish up and I will actually speed up a little bit and get done. The same is true if you use a visual timer like the time timer. And I will link to that for you, the one that we have and really enjoy because it really, it gives you that incentive to beat the timer. So you can apply this to your kids getting their schoolwork done, to you getting a household task done. Uh, Maybe it's a school planning task. Just really focus your attention and try to get it done. Try not to switch back and forth. There are some times that it's appropriate to do multitasking, such as when you are folding the laundry and listening to a podcast folding the laundry, listening to a book, or cooking and listening to a book, or folding the laundry and listening to your child narrate. So the key here is you're doing something physical, but not something that requires your mental focus at the same time as something that does require your mental focus. So just be aware of how you're spending your time and where your energies are being spent. And so try to stop multitasking. And I think you'll find that you actually get more done when you're not trying to get two things done at once. The other strategy that I use is what I call the Eliminate, Automate, Delegate Framework. And this is not something that I came up with. I actually heard about this first from Rory Vaden in his TED Talk, and I've since heard many other people talking about it as well. But I try to see what I can eliminate, automate, and delegate in my day. So that looks really different, I think, for us as homeschool moms than it does in the business context, which is where I most commonly hear about this topic. So let's explore what that might look like for us. So first of all, how would we eliminate things? I think it's important for us to evaluate what we need to do in light of our purpose. So I will often look at my to-do list or the the household tasks in front of me and say, what do I really need to do? Is, Is this task important to myself or to my husband? There are some things that 
your husband may think is really important and mine thinks, well, that's not a big deal. And so you obviously would not eliminate that, but I might. So my answers to the question very likely will be very different than your answers. So that is where keeping your purpose in mind is really helpful. Also, I look at my to-do list and I, I ask myself that question. Do I still need to do this? A lot of times when I wrote something down on my to-do tasks, I thought that it was really important. But whenever I go to actually plan out my day, I'll look at the list of tasks and I'll say, um, I don't really think that's important anymore. And I'll just delete it off the list. And I no longer feel bad about deleting things off the list. I do not have to get everything done. It's okay for you to write things down and to think about them. It's okay if you don't act on everything. Another aspect of eliminating things on my list is recognizing that sometimes I have to lower my standards. I don't have to do it all. Sometimes we can use paper if we need to uh, not worry about the dishes that day. Sometimes we may eat cereal or even takeout if, you know, cooking is just going to be the last thing that I can do. Or we may just do a touch-up clean instead of a full clean. It's okay if we don't always live to the standards that we would like to live. Find that balance so that you can do what you need to get done and still feel successful. Also, I have found that whenever I get organized, it's a lot easier on me to get everything done. I know it's a time investment. I know it's hard to schedule the time to get organized, but I find that whenever our house is organized, it runs smoother and that I don't waste my time every day looking for things. Some ways that you can fit this in, one summer I knew that I needed to organize our books and you may have heard me talk about this before. I'll leave a link for you of how we actually went through that process, but we took one summer and I literally took one shelf of books a day and logged them and organized them. And at the end of the summer, we had an organized library. We now know what we own. And so we don't buy duplicates anymore. My children know where to put them back on the shelves. So I'm not the only one doing it. But it was a time investment and I had to literally write it on my calendar. So that's one thing I would suggest. If there's an area that you really want to get organized, Write it down, schedule the time that you're going to do it and pick, make it small. Pick one drawer or one little area. Find your hot spot. If you could get that one area cleaned up and organized that would make you feel so much better, just schedule it so that you can get it done. Now, the next step in the process is to automate. And for us as homeschool moms, I think that looks a lot like routines. I know that I can lose a lot of time when I have to think about what I need to get done. But when I have routines established, the action becomes automatic. So one way that we have implemented this is to have specific chores for specific days. Uh, everybody in our house is assigned a laundry day and that's when we do our laundry. So if my girls don't do their laundry on their assigned day and they miss it, they'll have to wait for the next available day to pop up so that they can do their laundry. 
And sometimes that means that they don't have clean laundry that they want to wear and are forced to wear whatever they can scrounge up in their closet. But so that tends to motivate them to not miss their day. Um, It also looks like me paying bills on the same day every week. I have one day just assigned for that task. Some weeks I get done very quickly and some weeks it takes me the entire time that I have allotted. Whenever we can batch our tasks and assign them to a specific day, it makes it easier for you to to think, oh, I don't have to do that right now. I'm going to tackle that next Wednesday. Now, there are weeks that you're going to have to shift that around because your schedule has something unusual in it. But on an ongoing basis, that can be really helpful. I actually have it written down in my uh, ongoing to-dos. I use Asana to keep track of my tasks. And it's just a recurring event. So the same day, every week, the same task pops up. And so I don't even have to think about it. Another way that you can have routines in place is to have a meal rotation or at least a list of go-to meals that you can choose whenever you are making your meal plan for the week. We don't need to make this complicated. We can keep simple meals, things that you can prepare easily, things that you probably shop for every week and so you have them on hand. Or you could add in a few extra to make it seem like a special week. But there is nothing wrong with routine and a little bit of monotony. I find it's also helpful to have a grocery list prepared that we can just add to it. Check off the boxes. Hey, I need this, 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 and this. Because we get the same things every week for the most part. Pareto's principle is um, the 80-20 rule. You may have heard about this, that... 20% of what you do brings you 80% of your results. So you probably are buying the same 20% of the items 80% of the time. So if you can make a list of what you're going to be using routinely, you won't have to think about that and spend the time trying to figure that out. Kind of on a similar note, I set alarms for our ongoing events. So whenever we have activities during the week, such as our rock climbing class or PE or church events, piano lessons, whatever it is we have going on, I set an alarm on my phone to go off every single week at that time. And I've actually set the alarm early so that we have plenty of time to get ready. And so we've learned when the alarm goes off, we need to wrap up what we're doing quickly and get ready to go. And I don't have to think each day about what we have going on. I do process what we have going on each day to make sure that, uh, you know, anything that is out of the ordinary is accounted for. But these routine things, I don't have to spend the time thinking about them. And in fact, whenever I look at the calendar for for the day, if we have an activity that we need to leave the house that we don't normally leave for, I will set an alarm for that too. I don't like trying to keep track of the time and make sure that we leave. So I'll just set an alarm and not have to worry about it. Now, this last part of the framework, delegate or outsource, is one of my favorite aspects because it means you're not doing the work. There's several ways that this can be applied for us as homeschool moms. We 
should be training our children to assume responsibility for their education, for helping out around the house, for their own self-care, so we can be helping them learn to assume that responsibility. We can also outsource activities that we do to others. We could pay someone to have it done. Now, obviously, we can't hire a maid and a chef and everything else that we need to have done because we don't have unlimited resources. But we can choose if there is one area that maybe you need help in for just a short time. Uh, Maybe you have a new baby and so hiring a cleaning service for a few months would really help you to get past that overwhelming stage. Maybe you want to prioritize buying some meals each week, some prepared meals, or hiring a cleaning service and uh, forego something else. You may also decide that you want to trade duties with your uh, with one of your friends. Maybe your friend really enjoys preparing meals and you really enjoy working in the yard. You could trade duties for that. So just some ideas to get you thinking about what you could outsource either to others or to your kids for a short time or for an extended time would be things like meals, cleaning, laundry, like maybe you have a laundry service, um, laundry your husband's shirts because they can iron them very quickly and it's not that expensive to do that and then you can take that off of your list. Or maybe it's yard work or car maintenance. Or maybe you want to carpool with friends to activities that you have going Instead of you doing the entire driving, uh, combine and share that responsibility. I know all of these principles that we've talked about today will take some time and effort for you to actually think about and implement, but if you can start implementing these four principles to stop multitasking, to eliminate, automate, and delegate your activities you will soon reap the benefits of that philosophy. I have been trying to implement that for the past few years, and it is really freeing when you can just let go of those expectations and those responsibilities that really truly aren't important to you or to your family or to your family's mission. So As we close today, I want you to think about what it is that you could eliminate, automate, or delegate, and choose just one thing and make a plan to make it happen this next week. If you're tired of feeling overwhelmed by everything you need to do as a homeschool mom, be sure to download my free Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Taming the To-Do List. You'll learn how to use four proven strategies to stop feeling overwhelmed and find rest go to triumphantlearning.com forward slash to do. I hope you found encouragement from this episode and are ready to face your homeschool day with confidence and gusto. You got this. Until next time, have a triumphant day.